What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hoot Hobbs Show. I am your host, Hoot Hobbs. With me, as always, Mr. BT, Brendan Torres. Hey, hey. All right, so I just want to start today's show off by um, Brandon uh, was listening to the Rogan Experience this week, and Joe and Duncan are going back and forth, and uh, I, I just I want you to talk about that and so that we can make our, our point. Well, it's just kind of interesting, you know. We do our show last week. We may not be able to post it and post up, you know, same week because we don't have that time. Right. But the content is still out there and it available. Is on Twitch. And I was just happy to catch it because I love listening to the Rogan experience. And yeah. Duncan's one of my favorite guests because he's yeah. crazy. Yep. So it was a fun show. And then as I'm listening to it, I notice almost beat for beat, they're discussing the same topics that we had discussed whenever we were talking about Elon Musk and his attempt to gain control of Twitter. Right. Okay, and it's just kind of funny that you know, I mean such a successful podcast would need right. to stoop so so <laughs> low. That's right to rip off us local yokels that they've never heard of or seen. <laughs> For shame, Joe. Shame, shame, sir. Don't you know we're gonna get like an email from Joe Rogan's attorney? Be like, hey, you guys shut up. We'll be like, all right, sorry, yeah, yeah, Joe. Don't say, don't say our name again. Keep, yeah. keep our name out your mouth. Yeah, I'll be like, I'm sorry, Joe. Keep and our names out, <laughs> yeah. out your mother loving mouth. I'm going to. Oh God, but yeah, no, I thought it was funny, but hey, at the same time. We're on the same, you know, yeah. brain wavelength of a- I, I'm not trying to say that the Hoot Hob show is equivalent to the Joe Rogan experience. There's 11 million people that would probably uh, distinguish a difference. What, dollars that would distinguish a <laughs> yeah. difference? But, I mean, if, you, if you're like, man, I like Rogan, but I'm just tired of his three-hour yeah, show. That sign was illuminated and right behind you, yeah. I, it will be. It will be soon. We'll talk about that, too, because yeah. I'm, I'm on... Whatever. Anyway, I'm not going to call this show uh, the Great Rogan ripoff. That's not what I'm going to say. The Hobbs Experience. <laughs> I, oh, that's a better name. Golly. God dang it. Joe, Damn it. You, you bested us again. No, uh, it. Actually, I, I, on some real stuff, we've joked around, but on some real stuff, I think it actually is pretty cool that, uh, you know, well, you know, we're hitting the same talking points oh, as yeah. Rogan because Rogan does have such a popular show. And it was, after you told me about it, I kind of checked it out. And I'm just saying, if you like the Rogan experience, at least sometimes, yeah. there's a good chance you'll like the Hoot Hobbs show at least sometimes. Yeah, at least whenever he is on there with his friends or fellow comedians and they're not, you know, promoting something with a guest. Right. It's very akin to what we do. We get yeah. on here, we talk about something, we give our opinions, we mock we make fun of it, and then later we have to make our apologies the following week because we went a little too far. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. And this week is no exception. <laughs> Probably not. Just yeah. wait. So uh, we're sorry to the entire team at the Rogan Experience. Uh, anyway, yeah. we'll just go ahead. And get, except for those that are got, are you know currently downloading the show. Yeah, in that case, hit, hit the like and subscribe. Yeah, Keep like, going, guys. Subscribe. Yeah, we're not that we're pandering or, or you know pimping ourselves out here, but. Daddy needs his money. So. And pimping ain't easy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, but but it is cool because on that same show, uh, they they delve a little a little deeper into yeah, the Elon Musk thing. They have a lot more time to to dive into what we covered over two shows. They covered over a single conversation. Uh, right. But like I said, that podcast was three hours long. Yeah. And you got to have some time to, to to you know devote to something. The, like you got to have at least eleven million people willing to listen to you. That too. at all? That too. To be able to have the cojones to say, yeah, this week's episode is three hours instead of two. It's not even this week. It's today's episode. Yeah, because they, I mean, that's true. Yeah, they, yeah, do, it daily they do them and, daily, but they record multiple in a day. So yeah. we, we could do something similar if we set up a full day for Fridays to just hammer out some longer podcasts. It's something to consider for the future. Yeah. But right now, we like doing our short format version because it gives true us that. the ability to hit more topics. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So I'm not trying to say our show's better. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, I'm done, I'm done. But they did dive deeper into the Elon thing. They did. And uh, take it away, brother. Okay, so we are right. It does seem as if uh, the main reason that Elon Musk has decided he wants Twitter is because he's uh, tired of people being censored and things being, you know, Twitter itself and things having so much restriction. He wants it to be more of an unfiltered platform because he feels that unless people are allowed to have their voice... It leads us open to vulnerabilities. 
Now, among those vulnerabilities came this interesting little thing that Duncan and, and uh, Joe started talking about, about uh, Elon's concerns for a artificial intelligence and a machine takeover. That's true. And, I mean, first off... Uh, Haley Jill Osment and Helen Hunt just it was, it was garbage, absolute garbage. I wouldn't. I, I'm not on board with AI either. As uh, a yeah, was, no, 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 bad joke. I, come I, on, I, 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 come I, on. I, I took a second. I thought about it, but no, 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 no. good. Okay, you well, should have went with Robin Williams first of all. Oh yeah, I forgot that he was in AI. Yeah. Oh, he was also uh, Bicentennial Man, which was a form of AI. Yeah, right? a form of AI as well. Was, wait, no, Robin Williams wasn't in the movie. No, he AI. wasn't in AI. He, he was, was just Bicentennial, Bicentennial okay, Man. I, get what I got the saying. two mixed up, yeah. That's all good. All right, we'll move past my bad joke. Anyway. Uh, okay, so. I'm offended. <laughs> you, you need to leave. Oh, it's the perfect yeah. time for that button. Right? I know. Ah, well, we'll, we'll ah. continue to get better. Anyway, um, but no, what's funny is I actually, uh, th- this is actually a subject that I, I do know about with Elon. Uh, so a few years back, there was this thing called Neuralink that yeah. he was working on, okay? And essentially, look, there's a lot more to it than my hillbilly brain is going to give you, but this is essentially what it is, right? Elon Musk wants to, or at least wanted uh, or was working on a project to where you could insert a computer chip into the human brain that would essentially give you internet access to your brain, okay? Uh, you could have all the world's knowledge, whether it be factual or not, because it's the internet, and I mean, in, in your brain, in your brain. Wow, right? That's kind of crazy. Now, me personally, I'm that guy. I ain't getting no chip in my brain. Uh-uh. That's... Just, I don't want a computer chip in my brain, whatever. But yeah. neither here nor there. I'm pretty sure that that is something that the vast majority of normal people are like, no, thank you. But, and I thought that was super weird, so I kept looking into Neuralink, right? And the reasoning was Elon Musk's concern for the advancements in AI. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was like, isn't this a form of AI? I mean, that's artificial intelligence. You're putting something man-made into your brain that will give you all this knowledge, right? Isn't that a form of AI? Well, but you could, but he has it with fail-safe store. The human is always in control. I said, okay, that's cool. I mean, in theory, right? But if you're worried that artificial intelligence is learning too much, yes, don't you think that, it could learn to shut itself off? That's right? the concern. Has always been the concern that's in the science fiction films is that yep. the AI becomes too smart for its own good and quickly understands that the flaw is the human. Right. Because we're inherently flawed. We make mistakes because we think base everything off of emotion, more or less. Yeah. So at, you at least emotion is in our equations. Yes. And in a computer, you know, when a machine's doing something, there's not that element of emotion. It's Spock. How, it's only logic. Yes. How However, these machines are now being taught to emote, which is another interesting aspect of this artificial intelligence. <laughs> like, it, it is scary how advanced some steps have taken with artificial intelligence. Like, yeah. there are machines out there that can have full conversations with people on the phone, and there's actually scammers that are using this technology now. Yeah. Full conversations with people on a phone. And it's just a computer. And yep. you're never aware of it because the computer adjusts its inflection yeah, based off a response. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that, and, and to me, that is a little bit scary. And I, you can have two of these machines talking to each other, have a full-on conversation, and it almost is akin to two humans talking, which right. is fascinating to, to hear and see. Yeah. However, what about when they start learning? When they start right. talking. Right. So, like, I got to jump back on board with Elon on this one. I look, I've seen Terminator, okay? I know exactly how this happens. Come with me if you want to live. Yeah. yeah. Do I want to see uh, 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 Arnold, hopefully, like at least like 90, 94 Arnold? I mean, maybe 84 Arnold, but, but at least 94. You don't want today's Arnold. Coming in to no, save you. That old He'd be like, model. come with me if you're like, no, oh my God, no. Well, even that original model of uh, what, the T1000 with yeah. the outdated model of the Terminator. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. That's 80s. Tech. Yeah. That, it was on Salvation. It was the 80s Arnold that walked out. I was like, what is this? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, getting a little off subject there. Anyway, but uh, <laughs> if you're hearing this, I am Hoot Hobbs and you are the resistance. I love Terminator. Anyway, uh, it, what do you think, man? Is there any kind of like, well, where there's smoke, there's fire, I do believe. Yeah. And this is a legitimate thing to, you know, be mindful of. Now, 
these advanced steps that artificial intelligence is taking, is it truly learning? I guess that's the debate. That becomes yeah. the debate, and then we get, you know, when we get beyond it, we get into the talk, uh, the conversation of consciousness, what's true consciousness. Right. And I, Star Trek has covered all of this way better yeah, that, than I yeah, can ever that's, think that's of. very true. Data, uh, he just... Yeah, no matter how they, much he wanted they, to be, he just wasn't. They human. went on trial for this, whether Data was a life form with his own, you know, yeah. real feelings, or if he's a machine. And Picard had to take the side of the opposite, and you know, uh, opposed to Data and try to prosecute. So it's a very interesting episode. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, it's the same conversation though. If these machines begin to learn, and are they developing a real intelligence, or is it just? Or is bouncing it, off programming? I mean, yes. Is it just programming bouncing off one another, and it's like a working a loop? Yeah, working in a loop, and it's, I'm trying to think like it's stuck, like it's a troubleshooting. You need help with it. Yeah, and then the problem solved. So I yeah. get, but if someone that's actually invested millions of dollars into the technology is saying, "Hey, we need to be concerned about this," then I would listen to him. Yeah, I think so. I think it's. I, I think that. <laughs> I think the artificial intelligence, like in a sense of creating machines that are more human, you know what I'm saying? It, it, not even like, you know, a T-1000 or T-800 Terminator. I'm not talking about that, but like even a computer having a conversation with another computer. I, I have to ask, like, I understand that that helps in like telemarketing or something, but what's like, what's, what's the, what's the point, I guess, you know, like. Well, I, you know what I was thinking? I don't like people much, but I don't think I can be without people. So I'll have a machine that's a people. Like, I, I don't know. Like, what? So you're, are you thinking, you're like, okay, so since I'm anti social, I'll just have this machine <laughs> mimic my social interaction so that I don't have to do them. Yeah. I mean, like, is that the point? Because other than that, I don't understand. Like, me personally, I still, and I think you too, I still, even though I'm not the most personable, person sometimes i still do think that personal connection like a a person to person connection is very very vital to life to the human existence yeah yeah cuz there's something to be said about uh isolation it leads to all kinds of uh mental break or breakdowns and all kinds of issues yeah. so yeah there's definitely something it's the same with the people that don't go out into the sun yeah. You need sunlight. You need outside. You can't just be in one place because it causes your body to deteriorate because you need the vitamins and yeah. sort resources that come from it. Yeah. So the, just it's just as key and vital to be able to interact with another person. I agree. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I just think it's weird that we've, we've gotten to a place where we're worried about Skynet because... We're like, yeah, but we made our computers talk to each other. And you're like, yeah, but what's the point of that, you know? Well, but, uh, if anything, it's just a benefit for scammers, really, is what yeah. it comes down to, is that somebody can utilize that tool to rip other people off for money. Yeah. I mean, that's really right now what the real concern is, is that this AI learns and adapts, and it can have a conversation with your senile grandmother and talk <laughs> her into social security numbers and, you know, God knows what else. We did uh, okay. I know we've talked about the show uh, Shits Creek before, and the reason we didn't edit out Shits is because it's S C H I T T S. Okay, that is the name of a place, a fictional place in a fictional television show. So uh, this show was written by Eugene and Dan Levy. Okay, if you don't know who that is, Eugene Levy is J uh, Jim Levenstein's father in the American Pie franchise, and Dan Levy is his son. Other than this show, I don't know that I've ever seen him in anything. I know he's in other things. I just, you know, yeah, quite possibly. I don't, I don't really know him either. But Eugene Levy's like a legend. Oh so, yeah, yeah, man, it's Jim's it's dad. Jim's dad, man. Yeah, it's perfectly natural. You know, that's all, that's all you can he's ever. A, in a lot of ways, he's like a movie dad to a lot of people. Yeah, especially up, due to our age. You yeah, know we were saying? about Jim's age when we were the yeah, movie came out. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, in this show, his uh, Dan Levy. His character's name is David Rose. Well, so I was talking to a friend in, and his uh, lady friend uh, this past week about this show. They asked me, you know, hey, uh, have you watched anything good? And I said, well, I, I watched this, I watched that, I watched this, I watched that. And I was like, and then we came to talking about Shit's Creek, and I was like, this show's actually pretty funny. It, it kind of surprised me because, uh, honestly, I just, whenever I'd pass it, like, that doesn't look funny. And I ended up, my wife was like, oh, I heard it's funny, so we watched it. It was great. So 
I was telling him about it and I was trying to explain to him because David Rose, the character played by Dan Levy, starts the uh, series by being involved uh, romantically with a woman and by the end of it he is married to a man. And so I had said, yeah, I, I said, I know the character is and I said, I'm pretty sure Dan Levy is bisexual. Yeah, in, in a sense, you're kind of like give a person a heads up, you know, in case that's something they yeah. don't right. You know. Right, because I mean, you know, you never know in that nowadays yeah. if someone's going to get all offended because you made a recommendation. As ridiculous as that is, yeah, I made a recommendation, funny, but 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 this, you know, this yeah, is this isn't even the funny part of the story, sure, though. Sure. So I had told him that uh, David Rose, but but I am pretty sure that Dan Levy is bisexual. To which the lady friend replied with, "He's." pansexual to which I said well I'll keep him out of my kitchen that's a similar response <laughs> okay there, I mean, at least I got a smile out of you that's <laughs> well, a similar response I got but uh, my you know homeboy kind of did like you yeah, was like I get it yeah. <laughs> I was dad like, joke. yeah it was a dad joke it was a corny one but whatever yeah play on uh, words pan get it homegirl did not find it funny and she just kind of looked at me, looked at me, and she she Jada Pinkett, uh, homeboy, you know, gave him the look like that's not funny. To which he goes stone faced like it's not funny. And I said, I sure thought it was. And he says, No, he's not bisexual. He's pansexual. And I said, Right, I'll keep him away from my cookware. And he was like, What? I said, Pots and pans. What? I, like I. Seriously, he just thought you were uneducated bigot. Uh, I don't. Right. I don't understand. I don't know. Maybe if that's the case, why is he hanging out? <laughs> that's what I said. I'm like what? But so I say pots and pans, and they because I thought the reason they're not laughing is they don't get my stupid yeah, joke. They didn't catch the pun. They actually uh, thought for a minute you were being yeah. a little bit of a bigot. Nope. No, you were caught, just caught the joke. I yeah. guess thought I was being that way, and I go. Yeah, so I, they were like, well, he's pansexual. I, I said, I get that. I was making a joke. It wasn't funny. Uh, so I don't think I go to lunch with them anymore. But, but I thought it was hilarious. You just got so, invited from lunch. Right, yeah. And I was like, okay, he's pans. I said, <laughs> of course, I set myself up for the next joke, right? So I said, um, wait, who are we talking about again? She goes, Dan Levy. I said, but wouldn't we call him Pan Levy? <laughs> I know, and that one I felt like was worse, but she wasn't impressed by that either, so I, I don't think I'm getting invited to any more lunches. But yeah, I mean... I thought it was the, hilarious. At the end of the day, all you were really trying to do was be punny. Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to be like a horse, outstanding in my field. <laughs> I, obviously, hey. Don't, wah, wah. Please don't... Here come the, the, don't, don't here turn, come the letters. Yeah, please. The calls. <laughs> yeah, I know. Please don't turn off the live stream. Just keep watching. It gets better. Uh, but I thought it was hilarious. Um, but I'm like that. Does, yeah, it, does it get better? Does it, does it only go up from here? I, I, I hope so. It might not. It might get worse. Who knows? Stay tuned to find out. Oh, no. Everyone left. <laughs> no, but okay. So um, I just lost so many friends on Facebook right now. All right, so anyway, I was listening to this podcast earlier this week, and right. it brought up a great point, you know. We're trying to get some ad revenue kicking in here, and I'm all about trying to tell people how to shave their, or not how to, but people to shave their balls. <laughs> oh, hold on. Uh, yeah, hold on, <laughs> wait a minute. So yeah. when yeah. did that become like a thing that was cool or, you know, even not taboo? Were you, you like, talking about like, like you know, man, pe people who are advertised for like manscaped? Yeah, for or, like shaving your body hair, like shaving yeah, your like just, chest just and for, taking care of, you know, your well, man region. You or, know, what's crazy is the fact that I, I'm kind of with you on that, right? Like when, because, did, when did this happen? Because I know whenever I was like younger, it was like, no, no, you don't talk about that. You don't do that. That's yeah, what ladies do. Yeah, ladies groom. <laughs> like, I feel like maybe we, you know, like, I don't know. It kind of feels cleaner, man. I don't yeah. Know. So, but that, but that's the whole thing. It's not looked at as, uh, as much of, I mean, it is grooming, but I mean, it's not looked at as like getting a haircut. It's looked at more of like you're keeping yourself clean. Yeah, it's like shaving your face more yeah. or less. Yeah, I mean, hopefully you don't use the same razors, but, yeah. <laughs> but if you do, buy quality <laughs> or Manscaped can pay up and we can give you a promo code. Yeah, that's and right. You can get uh, it shipped right to your door. That's right. Come at me. All right. <laughs> 
Like, yeah, please, man, Manscaped, Manscaped <laughs> MeUndies. We don't. We we want to sell your product because we do use them. I'm gonna say I have both. I have a Manscaped subscription and a MeUndies subscription. Yeah, I so love them. I, it's just one of those things, though. But like, when did it become socially acceptable? I guess is the right way to phrase this. Yeah, for you uh, men to take care of themselves. You know, right? Because um, I know when I grew up, my, my, I was like uh, my. Grandpa, <laughs> right? No, that's not something that you really care about. No, I mean, you don't no, want to be you, dirty. I mean, because even but, we're not even trying to be nasty, but like you know, all the old men, including my dad, now you got you know, you got that hamburger yeah. meat coming out the top of his shirt. You know what I'm saying? Looking yeah. real Miami. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, legit. That's a thing. Or yeah. it's like, do, what? What? Why is it where, so? It's something that... Where did the dynamic shift? When did it become thought of as something that, if you do that, for some reason there's this stigma about you that makes you weaker, I guess? Yeah, you know, well, like the old, uh, the meme was, you know, bulletproof vest. You mean chest hair? You know, the you remember saying the Uh, old bare knuckle Masculine, yeah. Yeah. Toxic masculine? (laughs) Yeah, maybe so. (laughs) Now, uh, I'll say this. The greatest generation, though. Yeah, it truly. Well, and and you know what? Tough as nails. Tough as nails. Truly probably the best of us, but... You know they they still they're still humans they're still flawed. Yeah. We're so all... I will tell you this because I have the answer you're looking for. I, well, maybe not a win, but I know who. I know who changed who? the dynamic. People are like, yeah, women. Women change the dynamic. They, you know, this is something I've heard. Women change the dynamic because you know women, uh, at least in our generation, I'll put it like that. Uh, Personal grooming, you know, has has pretty well always been a thing. Yeah, you know, since we were teenagers, we we've known about it, right? Yeah, Um, and like we might have. you know, trimmed up a little bit. You know, I know this is a weird conversation, but 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 at the same time. It was still considered more of a, a a female thing, you know. Yeah, and it's not something you'd ever have a conversation with about your buddies or yeah, your family exactly. or anyone. Right. But I, it's just we're having this conversation <laughs> now, and you're right; it is a little uncomfortable. But at sure. the same time, it's not. Yeah, because, I mean, we ain't talking about nothing nasty. It just is no, what it is. It's just like about, a legitimate conversation because yeah. I know that I, as a youth, would you know, manscape or clean myself up and sure. clean up my body hair and yeah. whatever. Right. And I would do it secretly. Like that's something Yeah, you, you know you didn't really tell nobody you did yeah. it. You just kinda but did it. But it was also awkward going to the store to purchase these items right. knowing that's what they were for. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, do they know? Why, yeah. When did that change? Because now it's like, no, I got I got my ball cream right here. What, <laughs> yeah. what of it, bro? Hey, man, like for real. And, and that scan my debit and, card. And Chip that, reader. All right, I got it. Yeah, I don't care what's it going to show up as. Ball toner. Sweet. Uh, but okay, so get back to the point. Some would say women changed this dynamic. I say nay. It was a man who changed this dynamic, and I'll show you the man it looked like. It was a man who looked like me. You see the? Do you see a lot of chest hair there? No. I look like a shaved bird, okay, and I don't do any kind of anything. <laughs> Your chest hair, yeah. Just... It, I, I'm, I'm like I, you know, I'm not an exceptionally hairy person, right? Yeah. But in the days where hairiness was equivalent to masculinity and like you know all this ah, kind of stuff, touche. it was someone like me who said, "Hey, ladies, what if I looked like this?" And they were like, "Hey, you know what? That's not half bad." Boom! It was it was a shaved bird like you, me, man. You know what? That's a fair point. Yeah, it is. I hadn't thought about the equation of the in the past of masculinity to be being linked yeah. to how hairy you were. Yeah, but like I mean, if your ability to grow, even now, it is something. Yeah, with the your ability but, but, to but grow only in a beard. with facial hair, because my beard. You'll yeah, see. nobody cares how hairy your ass is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no one wants to shampoo that for you. No. Okay, but you know, a lady friend might wanna you know help you wash your beard and everything. Yeah. So what's great for me me is that like I have what the ladies want and my wife okay my wife but uh then when it gets up to the beard it's like nope nope you're still a shaved bird you don't get good facial hair either so <laughs> I don't get my cake and eat it too but I mean you know but like I said I think that's who changed the dynamic I think that. you may be onto something there we go I I wouldn't hesitate to think that it may all come back to the same thing that we were thinking like you're not going to get any action if you're yeah. You know, not appealing to the opposite That's it. sex or whoever you're trying to attract, rather. Right. But you're not going to get any action unless you appeal to them. So that's why the theory of the women, however, you may be right. There may just be some bloke out there yeah. that has no choice but to work <laughs> yeah. with what God gave him. Hey, that's right. And he worked an angle, baby. He's and a hustler, baby. 
Uh, there, there's Groundbreaker everywhere. Yeah. So anyway, Manscaped, get at us. We want that yeah, money. Give us that money, bro. <laughs> you too, MeUndies. We're looking your way. Okay. So actually, um, I, I kind of want to wrap the show up today by doing something I really like doing, and that's ruining movies for people. Um, especially new ones, right? So, spoiler alert, uh, if you are into Batman, the new newest uh, edition to this, The Batman, we're about to talk about it. So, And that'll be the end of the show, so we love you, and we'll talk to you next week if you want to tune out. Yeah, and, yeah uh, that's probably the best way to do this, because if we do happen to go back and add anything in the middle to this, then at least we'll wrap this up at the end of the show. Yeah. So be aware, spoiler alerts, there will be spoilers following here. Yeah. So if you don't, haven't seen The Batman, you don't have HBO Max, then go ahead and go check that out because and come back and give us a listen. Yeah, that's right. All right. So The Batman. I am going to go ahead and tell you Pattinson. this. Pattinson. Yeah, Robert Pattinson, right? Edward Cullen, that glittery little, like, whatever of a vampire he was. Uh, he's like, I have like reddish gold eyes and glittery skin. I'm like, so do most strippers. <laughs> anyway, uh, are we canceled? Oh, bro, if we're not, I figured we passed that a lot. By the way, I just it just now hit me what I was wanting to talk about, and we'll get back to it, and we'll put it before this. <laughs> okay. Because believe me, it would be funny though. Okay, all right, I got you. Um, okay, so. Robert Pattinson uh, had a very similar uh, taste in my mouth, I guess you could say, uh, as I did when I heard Ben Affleck. I was like, oh, what? Yeah, not, re- not really exciting because that's not what you... That's not what you expect Really, you want to be surprised by it. You want to be like, oh, yeah, wait. I never thought about that. That's perfect. That's really well, what you want. Cause you, you want Christian Bale. Yeah. Because like, when I first heard Christian Bale, I was like, Christian Bale, the dude from American Psycho? Yeah, that weird guy, I was crazy like, guy. I was like, he was in, uh, what was the other one? The uh, the Machinist. Where he was all skinny. And yeah. Weird. I was like, this dude? And he rocked, man. Like, I thought he was a great Batman. So I decided I'm going to give old, old, old Glitter Skin a, a chance here. And hopefully, uh, the only thing that would have ruined it for me is Kristen Stewart being in the movie. I would have been like, oh, man, look, she looks confused right now. Anyway, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm not Bella. sorry. What did I say? Sorry. I'm not, I'm not Bella. sorry. Bella. <laughs> Taylor Lott, Lautner, is it Lautner? Yeah, he shows up. Hey, Bella, 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 Edward, Bella. Like, get this dude out of here. So anyway, Robert Pattinson, that's fun. So I go ahead and watch this movie, okay. not really knowing what to expect. I, I mean, I expect you, Batman. Right? Quite a question. Did you know anything about it going in as I far as the type of story they were I did tell? not. I knew okay. nothing about it. I was see, just going to hold on and enjoy the ride. See, I'm one of those type of fans that I keep up with the things like this well enough that I knew going in the origin pieces that this was going to be based off of as far so as So you comics. basically knew essentially what universe this was happening in. And I knew what to expect as far as the characters. However, you know, anytime they do a cinematic version of it, it's never quite the same like they made adjustments with the christian bale universe it wasn't sure the same thing as a comic book retelling because they created their own mythos with it yeah but i knew kind of going in here what to expect from a young bruce wayne yeah and and the character that he was going to be playing yeah and on a side note i'm glad they didn't give us an origin story yeah i'm so tired of that yes i am too i'm that that's what i was about to get to what I, i i think okay so first off when it started the uh your uh, title scene, your, your title picture pops up. Boom, the Batman. And it's playing Ave Maria. And I, all I could think was, oh, God, this is going to be as bad as the Joker. Because I, I wasn't a fan of Joaquin Phoenix, the Joker. I, I just. I will tell you, uh, my wife and I went and we saw it. Right. And I understand the a critical acclaim for his performance yeah. playing that individual, yes. that movie, and all. I get, I get it. And yeah. I also see the. The cheeky nods to the Batman verse. I yeah. get the references. Yep. I get it. You're right. I watched it one time in the theater. I hope I never see that movie again yeah. the rest of my life. That was me. I I see all the good things that people say about it. I did not like the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like Joaquin Phoenix did a great job. You really believed he was feel he disturbed. Was, yeah, the feeling gives you anxiety. Yeah, the movie like, gives you anxiety. Yeah, I mean it, it. It really was like it. It was as to me the Joker. That Joaquin Phoenix did was every bit as dark as Heath Ledger's. Absolutely. It just wasn't quite as comic book. 
it was more real life crazy. Yes, and instead that, of comic I, book that's crazy. That's what they were going for, and also that's why I thought the performance was great because I understand yeah. the origins of that story of yeah. that particular version of Joker they were telling. Yeah. However, I also withhold my doubts, and I had the whole time if this was going to be it's one and done, one off type of Joker. Or if they were going to include this as like a motivating factor for future people to take him, you know, this yeah. that person becomes the Joker in the Batman mythos, right? Because the portrayal that that guy played in that movie was just bad, you know what? Crazy. Yeah, it no was. I mean, whenever he, uh, well, I mean, when it, oh well, we were to give him spoiler alerts. Whenever he offs Robert De Niro at the end of the movie on television, I was like, oh. Good Lord. I mean, for some reason, that just like, that hit me hard. I was like, dang, man. It's very real because it almost feels like if you were watching TV and it got, Good Morning America got taken over, that's how it would feel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the sense of dread and anxiety that nobody can do anything and then boom, it's what you feared would happen, happened. Yeah. Uh, And with no remorse, too. And it was just like, wow. That was, I mean, it was dark. Uh, Okay. So jumping back on the Batman, though. So I'm with you. I am actually. I, I like the idea of a young Bruce Wayne who this time it wasn't like like Christian Bale became Batman in order to save Gotham, but by the second movie was like, I don't want to be Batman because I want Rachel Dawes. I want Maggie Gyllenhaal. And I'm like, but like why? <laughs> Whoops, sorry. Uh, but, you know, and then you got Aaron Eckert with his face burned off. And, you know, I, I, you know what I'm saying? He was like, I'm done. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to be Batman. You know, where this one is Robert Pattinson as a younger version of Bruce Wayne. Yes. And Alfred's like, hey, bro, you maybe like want to stop being Batman? And he's like, I can't stop being Batman. I just started. And you're like, oh, just started. And then he's got, you know, there was a reference in it where he shows his... Um, journal or his whatever uh saying you know year two so yeah. it, it gives you the little bit of a head nod Which hey is, is he's been you, batman for two years yeah so anybody that understands reference to batman year one comic book lore this is year two of batman so yeah. all of those mistakes and issues yeah. that an early batman had because he would have already gone through training in like japan and there would have been all yeah. of this backstory that they told in batman begins that they're not telling in this one yep. because they're anticipating you know this story well enough you don't need you know another yeah. shot of and, crime alley <laughs> yeah and, and uh move he, forward yeah raz al ghul and all this kind of stuff like and honestly i'm, I'm with you i appreciated it i was like okay good he's already batman we don't have to mess with this uh this story he's already there yeah um, I got to be honest with you. Whenever I started watching it, like the the first hour and a half of it, I was like, "This is this is brutal." Uh, you know, the Riddler is 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 brutal. Yeah, very very creepy too. Yeah, super creepy. And and once again, shout out to Clitz from the Girl Next Door movie. Oh, is that who it is? Really? Yeah. That, I that, love that, dude. That, that, I love that movie. Yeah, the kid in the movie yeah. who becomes the star or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we'll call it the star of the yeah. movie. But anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, same kid. I looked it up because I was in there. I'm like, that guy looks familiar. Where have I seen him before? It's from it's like The Girl from, Next Door. From yeah. an Emile Hirsch movie. Yeah, That's from an Emile Hirsch movie. <laughs> we don't even give, what's her name? Emily. Alicia Kuth. Alicia. Alicia. I don't know. I don't know. Apologies to her. Yeah. Cuthbert. The, the girl from 24. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Not Jack Bauer, his daughter. <laughs> yeah. It's like the girl from 24. Jack Bauer? It's like, why would you go? I would say the girl from 24. Why would you go to Jack Bauer? Yeah, still the best name for a cat ever, Jack Bauer. Shout <laughs> out, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, true. <laughs> Shout out. Um, okay, so, but what I'll say is this. Um, as far as, I like the idea that the villains are are just, just like what we were saying with the Joker. It's more real world, you know. Like it's not Jim Carrey with uh, bright orange hair in a in a tight green jumpsuit. Yeah, you know? it's uh, it's not, very not the over the top world of camp that you saw from Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah, exactly. And you know, like I said, I think Chris uh, uh, Chris Nolan. Chris Nolan, whenever he made his three movies, I think he did a good job of making the the uh, villains more like people, but 
it was still Heath Ledger's the Joker. It was still Tom Hardy as Bane. I mean, they were still superhuman in a way, right? Yeah, they were still superhero or, or super, super villains. Sup- they were, gosh, uh, it was kind of like Captain America, where the superhero, there's something about them that makes them yeah. stronger than an average human exactly, being. Exactly, exactly. Where these were more of just like, you know, your your psychopath. Yeah, it's that, just like you're watching. The, the a, reason it's scary, like a Sherlock Holmes documentary or yeah. not documentary film, where you're trying to catch the bad guy yeah. using clues. Yeah, exactly. And this was um, like like the Riddler to me was was very scary because it was very possible. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Very possible. He sneaks into your house and bludgeons you to death. Are you serious? And then leaves a note. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Even the way that the Riddler character was sneaking into these places felt really real. Yeah, and like you could anticipate: is he about to be caught? Is this bad guy about to be caught? Oh yeah. no, they're not even aware this creep is in their house. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's so gross. I don't like that at all. Yeah, it's like you might want to check, uh, double check that that door before you. you know. Yeah, and I like the fact that the penguin didn't have flippers. So oh. Uh, uh, Colin Farrell's portrayal as the penguin. He's almost, you can't Isn't even that, tell it's yeah, Colin That's what I was say. That was so crazy because I didn't realize it until halfway through the movie. And I was like, that is Colin Farrell. Yeah. I mean, that was crazy yeah, to Very me. underrated actor. I've always said that oh, because yeah. during, the, uh, I guess, the early 2000 period. Yeah, he had he like was, SWAT and phone booth. And he and, was doing big blockbuster movies and he was also out like philandering and womanizing a lot. And yeah. his image had gotten out of control that he yeah. was just that playboyish, rock starry guy that was sometimes difficult to deal with, had yeah. an ego. And, and, saying, well, and I think then... He was that yeah. person, and you know? now he's matured into this actor who is like a chameleon with his ability to to go and change with these roles that he's doing. Yeah, like you change can't everything tell. about him, including his personality. Yeah, you know, this, he's a method actor. This I would guy that is playing the penguin is not the same guy that played Daredevil or in that Daredevil movie, Bullseye or whatever. Oh yeah, he was Bullseye. It was terrible, and that terrible Ben terrible Affleck ben was Affleck. Daredevil. They both got redemption. Thank God. But, I mean, I like Affleck's Batman. Affleck's was Batman right. was surprisingly good. I, I like the brutality. I didn't like the fact that they were keep tangent here. Yeah, but I didn't like the fact that in that uh, Justice League movie they had him using guns, even though it was in a flashback. I yeah. still don't like that because Batman has always been don't use guns. Guns yeah. killed his parents. Yeah, Duh. yeah. But see, they led in the Chris Nolan Batman movies. They led that his one rule was not to kill. Robert Pattinson threw someone over a building. So just, that's all I'm going to say. He was like, bam, bam. Ah. I was like, oh, well, I guess this Batman can kill folks. That's funny because it's always been the thing. It's like Batman doesn't kill. It's like, yeah, well, he knocks these people out to the point. Or <laughs> I would say he bludgeons people to where they don't move. I'm pretty sure he's killed somebody. Yeah. but uh, It's a collateral damage aspect. Yeah. I mean, this is what was debated with the Batman versus Superman film that they later added into the plot of the next movie that still failed, but it was like the collateral damage. Superman would not cause so much collateral damage, just like Batman would not kill. Batman's always taken it to the point to where he, is he going to kill me? But he doesn't kill. The only time he's ever got close to killing someone was like over Robin's, the, the Jason Todd Robin that he thought was murdered. Right. Yeah, that was the closest. And I guess if you're in the animated universe, he did try to kill the Joker over, uh, I can't remember, Tim Drake's uh, Robin, because the Joker had taken him, abducted him, and basically messed him up pretty bad. Oh, pretty okay. dark, if you ever get a chance to watch yeah, that. Yeah, I, say, I, I know that, that I know that a lot of the uh, the the animated like movies and stuff, the Batman animated stuff is actually, it is, well, I mean, I've never seen any of them, I don't, yes, but... Uh, yeah, I've been told that they're just like that, that is not for children. That is yeah, no, uh, super it, dark stuff. What this, what I'm referencing here before we jump right back to the Batman because we do have more to talk about yeah. Catwoman and stuff. But uh, no, it's uh, started with Batman the animated series and goes all the way through like the Superman series, the New Adventures of Batman, uh, the Adventures of Batman and Superman, Justice League. Justice League Unlimited, and then Batman Beyond, which yeah. actually premiered before several of the ones yeah. I just named before you, but it all ties into the greater overall story of the DC animated universe that was big, you know, story started being told back in the, the 90s Batman yeah. cartoon that we grew up watching as children. Right. So before we do it, because you're right, we do have stuff to talk about with the Batman, but before we do it, out of all of, 
Let me ask you something. Who's your favorite Batman in the movies? Uh, in, in like live live uh, action movies because I can't go Kevin Conroy because it's obviously yeah. Kevin Conroy. Yeah, no, okay. I say I'm actually on board with that uh, as a voice, you know, with being Batman. But in live action movies, I would probably say Christian Bale because overall his three yeah. films didn't offend me. But I didn't like Batman. Yeah, I, I didn't that, care for that aspect of Batman. Yeah, that was strange. But I, I would go so far as to say Christian Bale is probably my favorite because like. I, Close second is, of course, Michael Keaton. Yeah, I liked Michael Keaton. I wish he were taller in real life because it would have made it a little bit more believable. Right. I wish the suit wasn't so stiff where it looked like he could move. Well, I say, but the whole thing with that suit is he couldn't. That whole no, that, head and shoulder yeah. piece was one thing. So, uh, yeah, so that was, that was part of the mobility issues with that costume. Right. They didn't even fix it until I, Val Kilmer, did they? Yeah, I liked Val Kilmer. The movie itself is kind of... Hokey, hokey, and yeah. I don't care for the movie, but I liked Val Kilmer. I think I think there was more potential there than they gave credit to. I, I think that overall, though, the, the I think the movie was good. I, I actually think, especially for a Tim Burton movie, it was really well done. Well, that one wasn't Tim Burton. That one was that uh, one wasn't no. Uh, Tim Burton only did the first two. Really? But yeah, the he third had, one was uh, fourth one was Joel Schumacher, and that's the one that killed the Batman series. Yeah. And the third one, gosh, I can't remember it off the top of my head. I'll have but to I was say, up. I know that in Batman Forever, though, the Val Kilmer movie, I know that Tim Burton is credited some way. Well, it is uh, technically pr- trying to continue the same story. So he's okay, credited so like a writer. A, okay, I got you. I got you. Okay, fair enough. Well, we, we can leave that alone. I would say Christian Bale and, and I mean, what, no Cluntang? No, Clooney. Clooney, it Clooney was, was, it a, was just... That was a bad movie. It was uh, George Clooney in a Batman costume. And then whenever he was Bruce Wayne, no, that's George Clooney. Yeah, I, I will say that... It uh, was Joel Schumacher, by the way, 1995. He did that one, too. Yeah. It was produced by Tim Burton. Okay, that's what I thought, is that Tim Burton still had a hand in it, but but wasn't his movies, that one or Batman and Robin. Um, yeah. Like... I, I guess because I'm, I'm comparing it like this. Chris O'Donnell shows up as Robin in Batman Forever. And then again in Batman and Robin. Yeah. So if you're going to talk about Chris O'Donnell Batman movies, okay, <laughs> you know, or at least as Robin, Batman Forever wins. Because I'm telling you, like, I, I didn't, I didn't even like, I really didn't like anything about Batman and Robin. Like Schwarzenegger as Mister Freeze, Uma, uh, Uma as uh, as Poison Ivy. I just wasn't. It just wasn't good. It, I don't think it was no, a good story. No, I don't think the, it was good anything. The Bane character wasn't even like a. They didn't give Bane a fair no. chance because Bane is a diabolical mastermind. Yeah, and he's the one and only person that's ever like broken Batman's back. Yeah, like in a physical like besting of fight. Yeah, Bane will beat Batman yeah. nine times and, out and of ten. That's why we like Chris Nolan's version because he does. Yeah, I would say. I mean, he beat the wadding out of him like golly Tom Hardy is huge in that movie bro. yeah they didn't lean into as much on the Venom aspect which they always yeah. have real heavy in the comic yeah, books yeah where you you know yeah. swells up and everything yeah. but that the, I guess there's that aspect if they leaned into it it would have been Batman and Robin so yeah. maybe they maybe they did the right call yeah because they did lean into his diabolical mastermind you know the, they made him very intelligent knowing that what steps who everyone's gonna take yeah and at what time so yeah. so while we're on this subject though of character comparison better Catwoman Michelle Pfeiffer or Zoe Kravitz uh, okay so I will say that um, that's tough man that's tough because like whenever because of when, you know the time we grew up when I think Catwoman I think of Michelle Pfeiffer and that stitched up little number you know what I'm yeah. saying yeah. <laughs> I don't know how she got into that bad boy you know what I'm saying but I'm glad she did that's true it's but, like I don't I don't recall zippers yeah. I remember so the stitches but I don't yeah. remember the zippers but uh, as far as like in a dipped her in latex probably <laughs> yeah that's what it looked like bro. you know holla uh, <laughs> anyway. I thought Michelle Pfeiffer was a fox, man. She oh was. no, she's beautiful. She's beautiful now. Yeah, that's true, man. But uh, but man, Zoe Kravitz, uh, she was like, she was tough, man. I, I like her. She was her tough, bro. I, I'm in that same boat as you. That Michelle Pfeiffer, there's something that's special. That you know, magical th- connection that yeah. you had whenever she was the first Catwoman that you connect with as a, a you know, and she was up. a very dark and character. She did it very very well, and you're right. She played crazy. Very, very yeah. well. 
The only difference is, is in this one, this Selena Kyle feels more real and grounded yeah. in like a real purpose of yeah, the character. Exactly. What we- I hated about this film, and this is my biggest critique about this film. The forced romance between yeah. Batman and Catwoman. Yeah, I get I, it. They could yeah. have sowed the seeds and let it play, but they they really they pushed it they together. Pushed it like together we, we need to establish to it now. We need to establish yeah. it right now. It's like, yeah. bro, they barely had any real interaction yeah. with each other. Aside from him, like, hey, don't move. She's yeah. like, all right, cool, thanks, bro. You want to take your hand off me? Yeah, but, pretty uh, much. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It, I'm I'm with you on that. It did feel forced because look, there's always a. Uh, lack of a better way of putting it, there's always a sexual tension yeah, between a, Batman and Catwoman. That's the way the character's has always been yeah, done. Exactly. Because while all of the other villains that he deals with, the Clay Faces, the yeah. Two Faces, the Jokers, they end up in Arkham Asylum, the Madhouse, because they're yeah. clinically insane and crazy and dangerous. Catwoman doesn't go to Arkham. Catwoman usually goes to jail yeah. because Catwoman is a thief. Yeah, that's really it. She's yeah. just a she's thief. a cat burglar. That was the yeah. whole origin behind. Yeah, her. she's a she's a thief, so she's not necessarily crazy. She's like, not necessarily evil. Yeah. she's just she's not Catwoman because she fell out of a window into kitty litter and got her face eaten I, by cat. Yeah, which thanks Tim, uh, by, or burped on by a bunch of cats with green mist until she became a basketball playing. Uh, yeah, that was. Are we even going to call that Catwoman, though? That, I, what a terrible movie that was. That was the worst, man. It's so bad. And hey, okay, tight. here's the real question, then. Michelle Pfeiffer or Halle Berry? Oh, it's uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's performance, but Halle Berry was beautiful, beautiful woman <laughs> Say, in that movie. It's like, okay, okay. That's fair. <laughs> it's like, but, okay. but the movie was ass. Like, there's no <laughs> way around so bad, that movie bro. was bad. It was so bad. I don't ever recommend anybody trying to watch it for jokes because I tried to. My wife and I were like, she's like, I would watch this movie. It's awful. It's an awesomely like, bad movie. I'm like, it's I've not. never seen it. I've only movie. seen the clips of it and I've heard about it. I've never watched it. Couldn't make it 25 minutes in the uh, movie. The basketball we it off. scene in that movie is the worst thing that has ever been put in a movie. Complete with the Space Jam level of dunk that she performs. Yeah, yeah, with her stretchy arm. <laughs> yeah, and, and all five foot one of uh, Halle Berry. Yeah, whatever she is. Yeah, I'm like, she's what? not very tall. No, she's not. I don't. I'm not gonna say that it wasn't her performing, but it certainly looked computer animated. <laughs> oh man. It, anyway, but no, I think Zoe Kravitz did a really good job as as Catwoman. I think. I am with you. I feel like that romance was kind of forced a little bit. They could have, like you said, sown the seeds and say, okay, maybe in the next movie we can lean a little bit more into this. But like right now, eh, it feels like you're really trying to... You're trying to put it together. And I don't know if they didn't know if they were going to get another movie out of this or what it is. I know that they I think left they this will. open. You know, you got the Riddler and, spoiler alert, Joker to communicating with each other in a jail, which, by the way, there are... Uh, deleted scenes available. They've been posted on the internet, and cool. I'm sure they'll be included when this comes out for DVD purchase or Blu-ray or however they decide to package this thing. Do they still sell physical copies? They do still sell physical copies because there's collector's not. editions. Oh, yeah, okay, that's yeah, very so true. So whenever they do sell these these physical copies and they have this deleted content, they did have interaction between someone who's playing the Joker-ish character and the Riddler that we got, so maybe they're sowing some seeds who knows? I think that the creators said that they didn't want to do a Joker story, but it's... Yeah, but it's kind of hard to do Batman without the Joker because even like even comic books, even animated series, the Joker is kind of like the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand there's all these other bad guys, all he this kind of stuff. He has such a great rogues gallery, though. He really does. I he mean, can... like I said, I've been binge-watching the animated series... He has so many great other villains that they could give a chance that they could tell a great story with yeah. that aren't the same old, same old Riddler, Joker, Catwoman, Penguin. Yeah, yeah. Or, I guess, what, Mr. Freeze? Yeah, Mr. They, well, I mean, a, you know, since Schwarzenegger, though, we haven't seen Mr. Freeze. No. Besides in the, in the television and series Gotham. They, they tried to tell the beautiful story that was originally written for the very first time in the animated series that we beloved the yeah. heart of ice story that won an emmy yeah yeah where victor freezes tragic story where all he yeah. really wants to do is, is save, save his, his wife. wife yeah so and, and people get in his way so he's got to do what he's got to do i mean yeah. people are like he's a super villain it's like sounds like a loving husband to me yeah that's all he's trying 
Hey man, somebody comes after your family, you're gonna go a little crazy sometimes. That's yeah, all. You I'm gotta sell some diamonds, make an ice gun. Yeah, you gotta chill. do it. <laughs> chill. Just chill. Get to the chopper. Anyway. Um you know, I mean, I, I think that we've given enough on the Batman, unless you got any other points, because we don't want to just straight up ruin a movie. No, but, no, uh, I just want to manage expectations for those true, that yeah. haven't seen it, if they want to see it, even after hearing our spoilers. Yeah. That... It's a long movie. It's a very long movie. It's, I mean, if you got time to kill and invest, and you yeah. really can pay attention to all those details... Because there's a lot. There's Easter eggs abound, so... Yeah. Like I'm probably gonna rewatch it. I enjoyed it enough to rewatch it. Oh yeah, no, it's but, not like the Joker where you don't yeah, want to rewatch it because yeah. it gives you anxiety. I mean, it is. It's just it long. is a dark story, but it, it's it's not something. And that, it's not the same as you know, like uh, Justice League, the Snyder cut, where it was like four hours long. <laughs> yeah, it's about and it, in black and white. Yeah, and filmed in back reverse. <laughs> it's like what the what. <sighs> Zach, you want to knock it off with all this stuff? He's like, hey, I'm just trying to get out of these superhero movies. Okay? I got a story to tell, bro. <laughs> yeah. Zach Snyder always got a story to tell. I'm, I'm still waiting for a new Army of movie to come out on Netflix. Like, I hope he gives origin stories to everybody. I love that Army of the Dead and then the Army of Thieves. I thought they were great. Anyway, I don't know. I'm getting off subject now. But, um, all right. Well, I mean, we'll go ahead and just like wrap this up then. But, hey, if you want to watch the movie, just have some time to kill. Really pay attention to it. If you like, Lack of a better way to put it, if you like smart movies, if you like to watch a movie and be challenged a little bit and be like, okay, yeah. see if you can yeah, follow the story. Try to figure out the riddles. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it, it's a really great movie. I like movies like that. I, don't, I, I, I am not that guy who every movie I watch has to be dumb and dumber. I really like movies that will make you think. Uh, and I like emotional movies and that kind of stuff. But this one was a thinker. And so I caught myself doing it. You know, what does a liar do? You know, this kind of stuff. I, I and one of the critiques I had earlier that I liked uh, Pattinson's portrayal of Batman rather than his portrayal of Bruce Wayne so much. But he's Batman mostly in this movie. He's he is. in suit for the majority of this film. He is. So you, if you love Batman, you get plenty yeah, of Batman. You're going to get a lot of Batman, and 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 really not a lot of Bruce Wayne. But whenever you do. Uh, I, I think that's uh, touch this before we wrap it up though it, it's like I like the young Bruce Wayne who's like I don't care I'm doing what I gotta do you know I, I like that instead of like where the Christian Bale and, and most Bruce Waynes are the philanthropist uh, playboy uh, you know very kind of like I have to be out in the public so people will think you know won't yeah I won't associate the two together which I think that it will probably get there with the next film probably and, and I, I think and you're it's right. Robert Pattinson I mean come on he's a handsome guy who was yeah. once like top uh handsome list of whatever yeah, for a team while. B. Yeah, yeah. The, the Edward Cullen years, so yeah. I'm sure he can play Playboy guy pretty oh, well. Oh, yeah, he I'm sure it. he can too. I just liked in this movie how he was like, it's like, hey, you should go out in the sun or something. He's like, nah. No, he was uh, really, really, uh, for lack of better phrasing, emo. He was really yeah. like kept to himself, really pale. It was very interesting to uh, uh, Taking Back Sunday a lot. You know? it's, like, <laughs> it's not a phase, or Alfred. <laughs> it's not a phase! All right, all right, let's wrap it up. For yeah, me. all right, man. Thank you guys for staying with us. Uh, we appreciate uh, you guys listening. I hope you enjoyed it. All that good stuff. Find us on the socials. Listen to us. Download us. Share us. Find us on Twitch, YouTube, whatever. Love you guys. Me undies, pay up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me undies. <laughs> Wearing some. <laughs> all right, love you guys. We bid you good night.